It was the best of directs. It was the worst of directs. But hey, more Mario Kart. and welcome to another edition of the Making Fun Podcast. My name is Casey Johnson, and alongside me, as always, is my lifelong friend, my favorite homeowner at Ravy Baby TV, Raven Stabmiller. Raven, how have you been this week, man? I've not been too bad. I'm just kind of hanging out. Uh, finally was able to leave my house. Uh, the snowstorm happened over the weekend. I was snowed in. Um, Edward, and Edward Monday Snowden? came... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Russian or whatever. I'm not even going to continue with this joke. Um, <laughs> no, with the weather front that had come through, uh, I my car doesn't do very well on snow, and uh, I now have a driveway that also it also doesn't do well on. Uh, my car is very slippery, is the way I say it dries, which is a terrifying sentence. Mm. The important part of this is the winter storm came through and it laid down a bunch of ice. Um, and Emily and I realized after the second day of it snowing that we don't own a snow shovel. Uh, so yeah, I had to go outside that. and I, I, so I squeegeed, uh, our part of our driveway for like an hour and then looked back at how much I had done and it was like nothing and I had given up. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was, I was snowed in an extra day that I wasn't expecting, but Emily was able to get out and buy us a snow shovel. We got it. She also got it shoveled up cause I was in the office cause she drove me to work. Honestly, mm. shouts to Emily. But yeah. I've got the two bad. Um, you should marry hanging her. Hanging out. I. You know what? That's a great idea. I'll go ask her right now. <laughs> she said yes. Yeah. She. Everybody. Applause. <laughs> um, no. But how you been, man? You know, it's been, it's been kind of hectic. Um, but we had our hot water heater completely go out. Oh and, like, God. A few a few days ago, I noticed. Like I was taking a. A shower, and I'm like, there is zero hot water. And Nia had taken a bath about an hour and a half before that, but she had gotten out of the bath an hour and a half before that. She'd been in the bath for about, it was her hair washing day, so she'd been in the bath about two hours. Sure. Um, so she, like, there had been significant amount of time to get enough hot water and then the next day my I saw my dad talking to my grandmother and he was like yeah there is a constant stream of water leaking out of the hot water heater and I'm like oh oh that that Lord. makes sense so that is fixed as of today I've never looked forward to a shower quite like this because oh, God, not dude. not only is it a new hot water heater, but our hot water heater previously was 28 years old. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, for what it's worth, uh, that thing should get a burial at Arlington. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that the water is going to be extra hot. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm really excited about showering. That's how sad my life is. But um, booked a really big show with the, the the band in April. I was telling you off air we are going to be playing yeah. at the world famous um Tootsie's Orchid Lounge in the back room um on the strip in Nashville which is I would probably and I'm almost certainly you know missing one or two 
Um, mm-hmm. So I'll conveniently place it at six or seven in terms of the most hallowed stages in country music. Yeah. Um, but it's for sure in the top ten. Literally everybody that you can possibly think of has played there. And it's right. it's, it's it's an accomplishment for anybody who gets to play there. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to that. And Raven, I I also have been playing some games. Ooh, what game? What games have you been playing? Why don't so, you start off? With I've you? been I've been bouncing around a bit, bouncing okay. around a bit. Um, so I want to I want to get this one out of the way first. I bought Sifu, and I kind of knew what was going to happen. I lied to myself about it, mm-hmm. but I knew what was going to happen. And I just want to say that Sifu is an excellent game that, for the record, I am not angry that I spent $50 on. Right. Um, That I put about an hour and a half into and most likely will never touch again. Um, Okay. It's it's an amazing, amazing game that's hard and made me sad. And and I, I I don't want to play with it anymore. (laughs) because because i you know you know there's the dodge system there's the parry system and all that and so i was like you know what i i can do this i can't do it it's it's hard (laughs) it's it's a hard it's a hard hard game i i I died like twice and i was like screw it And, and besides there's a mechanic in the game where when you die you respawn but your deaths, every time you die, it ages you. You yeah. have like this amulet or whatever that wakes you up when you die, but it takes years off your life. Sure. And so you have to, every time that you die, that counter goes up by one. So you start out at 20. And then when you wake up, you're 21. And then when you die again, you're 23. It goes up by two. And then 26, it goes up by three and on and on and on. And very quickly, you're, you know, it's 10 years of your life at a time. As you get older, you do get a little bit better at fighting. You get a little bit slower, but you're wiser. And so you you have a better chance to parry or whatever. But... Once you get into your 70s, if you die in your 70s, you're done. Oh, and shit. Okay. when you start your next um, stage, there are five stages. And once you start your next stage, you start at the age you ended the last stage at. So mm-hmm. if you died seven times in your... 53 or whatever um then you start at 53 so it encourages you to go back and look for shortcuts and really ace those levels if you have a really good playthrough of the game it's 10 to 12 hours but mm-hmm. you can go back and perfect it and perfect it and perfect it and legitimately the combat is really good and when when it feels good, it feels really good. Um, yeah. But it's it's hard, and I you know life is already hard. I don't. Right. <laughs> I don't need. It's to, not something that you want to do, right? You just want yeah. to be able to um, sit down and enjoy it. You know. Yeah. 
like having a, ch- a little bit of a challenge is obviously nice, but being unable to progress is never fun. I get it. Yeah. This does sound like a game for me, though. It 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 Not is really. it is so Raven. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's I can't recommend it to you enough, especially because you're looking to sort of get into the harder side mm-hmm. of games and give it a legitimate shot. This is a perfect gateway drug. Yeah. And it's not like I haven't been playing games on like harder difficulties as it is, right? I was playing Valhalla on like not not Berserker, but the one right before it. It's like also not named hard. But I was playing it on that. And that game also is just inherently really, really easy. Um, which I'm not complaining about. But yeah, no, it's definitely it definitely sounds like one of those games that I could play and then put a lot of practice into as the big thing yeah. and really, really um, take off with it. So and, my, you my, know, you could go to back it to it know. once a year while you're waiting for another game, and, like, when you pick it up, you're going to yeah. suck again, but then you're going to relearn all of it. Yeah, that's kind of... Oh, excuse me. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm kind of just in between games. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that. So... Unless you're not done. No, I, I, I am very much not done. That was game one of three. Um, okay. Sable. I've been putting a fair amount of yeah. time into Sable. Now, mm-hmm. in many ways, this game is unabashed in saying, hey, you, you remember Breath of the Wild, right? We're going to kind of yeah. do that. <laughs> oh, Breath um, of the Wild, but again. But also, it's really zen. Mm-hmm. It really zen. And so far, all of the, like, rather than legitimate dungeon puzzles, it's got, like, it's more so platforming challenges. Mm -hmm. And that, being an Assassin's Creed guy, that's the kind of stuff that I, like, if it's going to be a puzzle, make it a platforming puzzle. Let me figure out how to get from point A to point B. Not, like... Oh, there's eight squares in the water, but one one of them's a triangle, but it's got a cloak that makes it look like a square, and you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta eat the magic wafer to, I, you know, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, so, very much enjoying Sable. Not a ton to say about it because, truthfully, Raven, there's not a lot there. Sure. Like, it, I mean, it's a it's a video game that is. A, a, a good, solid video game, which, by the way, was not the video game that I thought I was downloading. I confused Sable with a different game from Summer Game Fest last year that looked good. Okay. Um, I, I, and I, I don't know which one it is, but you remember the one where, like, you're, like, roller skating on the, on the, yeah, on the it's monsters? The one, it's the one by the people over at Hyperlight Drifter. Who, who, rather, the people who made Hyperlight Drifter. Okay, thank th- thank you for that because I've been looking for a, a breadcrumb and um, actually I looked online and I googled what I thought might net it's me a Solar result. Ash. Solar ash. There we go. Um, <laughs> I googled what I thought might send me to mm-hmm. that, and it, it very much did not. Yeah, um, yeah. The, it, the game you're looking for is Solar Ash. It is a very, very pretty game, and it's the one I want to try. I wasn't the biggest fan of Hyperlight Drifter. It didn't feel like there was enough progression in that title for me. Yeah, and it, um, it's it's Annapurna too. So same people behind uh, Twelve Minutes. 
for most yeah. of us. Um, but yeah, okay. Solar Ash, committed to memory. Um, but no, Sable's good too. Uh, it's it's you definitely. You can just buy it right now. Uh, Zen, stop it. Uh, <laughs> you can buy it right now. You could have it downloaded to your PlayStation as a I, I know I could, but I'm too busy on my <laughs> PlayStation playing Mafia Definitive Edition. Ooh, that sounds fun. It is, and it's getting more fun as I go. I'll be honest. About five, six chapters in, of twenty-ish, mm-hmm. I think, I was getting yeah. ready to stop because it it was exceedingly boring right but there really was uh you know the classic mafia story of then guess what hit the fan uh-huh and so i very much have been enjoying it. it's a gorgeous game you you would have no idea that it used to be a playstation 2 game that they just yeah. essentially more or less upresed yeah. Um it yeah, no, I I've been very much enjoying that game. I kind of I kind of I like mafia stuff anyway. Yeah. I think that period uh in in our large cities in America where the the mob legitimately ran things and it really was I don't want to I keep trying to not say the word Wild West because the Wild West was a completely different distinct thing that happened shortly before yeah. that and they've made video games yeah, yeah. about um mm-hmm. but that whole culture and the fact that that is legitimately like it's actually what happened. Like it's <laughs> this is actually the way that things were. I've always been fascinated with that, and Mafia does not disappoint in giving you an engaging look into the mm-hmm. life of the mafiosos of that era. Um, the driving in the game is terrible. <laughs> it it was all it was almost a level one deal breaker for me. Raven, yeah. I, I almost didn't make it through the tutorial before I was like, screw this driving. Once you get used Every... to it, it only kind of sucks. Right. But it's not good. No, it reminds me, uh, hearing about bad driving always makes you think of L.A. Noir and how yeah. the driving in that game was never, like, good. I, I never drove in that game. I always just made my partner just drive me around. Right, because I didn't want to drive because it was it's a great it's in the Grand Theft Auto engine basically yeah so I was just like but also it caps your speed so it just feels really jarring but that sounds cool though I also am a big fan of mafia um, culture it's actually funny uh, the next set of cards in Magic the Gathering that's coming out is called the Streets of Nuka Pena where they're yeah. making a demon based mafia city in the like gilded age 1930s chicago like art style huh like art deco stuff yeah so it's like it's like one of the most famous demons in um magic the gathering is obnixilis and they have him in a suit like in like a pinstripe suit as like one of the pieces of key art they've showed off uh mm-hmm. the newest newest the, the next set is actually coming out today as people are listening to it um, but it's the one after this one. It's, it seems really sweet. I'm really, I'm really excited for this for that upcoming set because I'm interested to see exactly like how they're going to make it feel like magic because yeah. it's much different than everything else. Granted, the one that comes out uh, tomorrow is um, a 
futuristic style Jap- uh, Japanese setting where it's cyberpunk, uh, neon vehicles, like all this cool stuff. So they've been getting a little bit weird with it lately, and I'm here for it. I, I actually kind of like it being not yeah. all just that. And like I get people, people aren't happy with that, and I can totally get it. But hey, I'm here for it. And, and you know, it's it, magic sometimes has a tendency to be a little bit like Dungeons and Dragons in that really the formula is there and you can mm-hmm. kind of go where you want to from it, you know? Right. Yeah. And uh, there are people, I'm of that mindset. It's like, can do whatever. I will voice my discontent whenever I'm not happy about something. But up to this point, the only thing that's really made me upset is the, uh, specifically the walking dead cards that they added. Mm. Um, they added, which, cause that didn't feel like, like, you know, I just said the demons in like a 1930s art deco style, like feels like magic, but literal, the walking dead characters, like Rick and all of them just like got put into the game. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but they've since added stranger things, which I was okay with. Cause it felt more like magic. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, all that aside. Well, you know what else was magic? What's that? That 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 direct yesterday segue. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, people care. I'm playing Pokemon still. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of figured that was the. Do you do you legit though? Do you have any new thoughts, or is it pretty much just? I I'm I played about sixty five ish hours, uh, and I'm about done. I think mm. I think it is. I I have a lot of thoughts. But it's not something that I think I can properly convey how I actually feel off of the cuff. It is something I'm going to sit down. I, I'd have to like sit down and write a script about to like mm. talk about my complex feelings about this game. Uh, maybe I'll do that. Who's to say? But outside of that, the You're other game that's been no, no, played... you very much are to say. <laughs> if you want to, you can just do it. I could. Just, hmm. you, you write a script. I'll buy Solar Ash. <laughs> I'll do it right now. Dear viewers. No, I'm kidding. Um, the other game that's beginning played in this household is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. We uh, picked it up. Emily had realized that it was coming out soon, and she was like, oh, I really, I, we should play that again. And I said, okay. And so I took the controller, I turned it on, watched the beginning scene, laughed at um, a boss saying Aloy, because it's my favorite part of the game, mm. and... After we got into the game proper, I handed Emily the controller and I said, have some fun. Yeah. And so Emily has actually been the one who's been playing through Horizon Zero Ooh. Plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've been sitting here watching her play it and it's been a blast. Just like getting to be the side thing and like being able to like not critique her and be like, oh, you're bad or whatever. She's actually doing pretty well. But um, she's treating it much more like a melee combat oriented game than she maybe should. Mm. And so I'm trying to like dissuade her from doing that but also she's just spent the past two hours uh after she became the seeker she spent like it's not even been two hours it's been longer than that just like exploring and gathering materials and stuff yeah so she's due for a weapon upgrade basically like a bow upgrade because her current bow and arrow only does like 19 damage or something on a non-headshot so anyway but that's what's been happening so who knows if we'll finish it in time for uh forbidden west but do do you plan to push forbidden west if you haven't finished it or do you is it going to be like okay we did we we know how this ends let's go right well it depends on how emily's feeling mostly 
because it sounds like she wants to play have it finished before we play Forbidden West, but also she wants to play Forbidden West like when it comes out. Yeah. So she talked about like I'll play for a while and then you can pick up at the end of the game and just blitz us through the last little bit so we can like refresh yeah. ourselves at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I totally am here for. We might end up doing that. We just I don't know. She's probably listening to me now and thinking up ideas, but that's something that we'll um, talk about and I'll get back to you guys in a few weeks. Yeah, I, I Horizon mean... Forbidden West is two weeks. One week, sir. One week? All right, it's not the 28th. That was Pokemon. Yeah. Like, yeah, like one week from, I think, tomorrow or even today. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's the 17th, so one week from today. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> You're like, Emily, give me the controller. <laughs> well, yeah. We got yeah, now, go. now it's a really... And now it's a really big discussion that we have to have over dinner tonight. Wow. I didn't realize it was that soon. Like I said, I keep, I kept thinking it was the end of the month. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's all that's been being played. Um, speaking of playing games um, and Pokemon You can play and some games on nin- nin- Nintendo Nintendo Switch. Direct Switch. Yeah. Ching. Um... So, I'm sorry I butchered your uh, intro. But... No, you're, no, you made it better. You enhanced it. Um, <laughs> so, without getting into, especially for those who may not have seen the Direct, and this is just the only news that they're hearing from the Direct. So, basically, without giving too much away, what are your overall thoughts on the Direct just impressions? It was a good direct. I, I I didn't see any problems with it. I thought it was real, I thought it was pretty good. Um, the, any problems with the direct presentation as a whole? There was nothing. Um, the there is one part about one game that I'm a little bit bummed about, but I'll get into it a little bit later. But overall, there were things that I uh, I heard more about things that I wanted and learned about things I didn't know I wanted. Very excited. Uh, I feel the same way. I, and this is just kind of a warning. Um, as 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 people get into this, um, I feel as though this presentation was significantly to remake and re-release heavy. Mm-hmm. That was my one thing literally my mm. one thing that i was like oh cool more stuff that they're re-releasing yeah well i mean the the counter to that is we already know the big games that are coming out this year right it's splatoon it's breath of the wild sequel we know that splatoon comes out i think this summer and then that breath of the wild 2 sequel comes out this holiday like it hasn't been confirmed but if it's coming out this year it's coming out during the holiday so we're going to have another Nintendo Direct probably over the summer sometime, around E3 time like usual. That'll go over some more details like that. Especially, it'll give us a lot of Breath of the Wild 2 sequel. What, or Breath of the, the Wild sequel. The thing is, though, I'm I'm not expecting... And now it's Breath of the Wild. And now it's Mario Odyssey 2. And now... It, it, yeah. Like, I just wish it was weighted less toward... Here are a ton of, in many cases, by the way, totally niche Nintendo franchises that are getting re-releases that don't necessarily need to be in a direct, um, where, like, 
how many if if the direct is to update to a certain extent your um your let's call them your casuals mm-hmm. um how many people in those in your target audience there are going to be like yo front mission first mm. let's go i don't know i i can't personally think of a single game that they announced yesterday that was a re-release or like a remake of something like i can think of one but that's just because of the game that it is right uh the five games that i can think of that they released right now none of outside of that one like are all brand new titles that i'm looking forward to playing right I mean, they had entire sections of the show dedicated to re-releases, though. Like, large blocks of the show. Sure, but that's not what I watched the show for. I watched the show for the other things, so I just chose to ignore those parts. Yeah. Or I didn't choose to ignore them, but it it didn't make or break the show for me because there were other things. The, The show was sandwiched by things that I'm actively extremely interested in, whereas it's things that you are not interested in in any stretch of the imagination. So I think that might be why we're seeing the show as two different kinds of things. Yeah. And I I don't know. I just, I, I look at last year and the direct that was right around E3, which obviously I'm not expecting that level of presentation, but Mm. there were a lot of niche games there, but they were all like new. And it was like, Hey, here's, um, the, here's the hot wheels unleashed and here's cruising, and here's WarioWare and here all stuff that is not going to break the bank or be chart toppers. But here it's like, here's a re-release of Chrono Chrono Cross and a re-release of Kingdom Hearts and a re-release of Klonoa and a re-release of like, yeah, it just all good games in their own right. Yeah, for sure. It just didn't have that new shiny feel to it in some ways. Um, sure. But that overall it's a, it's a very small yeah. um, complaint. It didn't like ruin it for me, but there were large stretches where I'm like, okay, cool that you're, you just told me you're re-releasing like five things. Yeah. Sure. Um, Makes sense. So we did start off the show with fire emblem warriors, three hopes because it's not a Nintendo direct. Unless you start with Fire Emblem. Uh, hey, this is the first time they've talked about Fire Emblem since the DLC came out. Which and was that, this time two years ago. That game is coming out on June 24th. Um, I, I saw a tweet that said, um, one of the most tumultuous things in the world is being a Fire Emblem fan and seeing the words Fire Emblem and then seeing the word Warriors. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't really get that um, joke, but I figured you so, would chuckle. Yeah, so the the whole thing about Fire Emblem fans, like Fire Emblem as a whole, is that we go that there are very long stretches of time without a new game. Um, so it's like you get your hopes up, you get really excited, because Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem Warriors are two distinctly different kinds of games, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's like Fire Emblem is like this awesome turn-based strategy where the emphasis is really on the story and like maximizing your units and their efficiency and whatnot. And then Fire Emblem Warriors is I'm going to go press the square button and I'm going to win. 
Mm. Um, it is because it's a Dynasty Warriors game. Right. That's all it is, but with Fire Emblem on it. Which I really like the first Fire Emblem Warriors, so I'll probably see myself picking this one up. Um, but yeah, it's just like it, it's not the game that you want. It, it, I, would I prefer like you know any other kind of Fire Emblem game? Well, yeah. But also, War Three Houses just came out in 2019. Like mm. it's going up to be three years, and it's everybody's like, yeah, it's been so long, and I'm like, that's. It feels like it's. I, I still have the active desire to play that game sometimes. Like I can't be, it can't have come out that long ago. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it, it's, it is always funny to just like see it. It's like, you know, you see Legend of Zelda and you're like, <gasps> and it's like Hyrule Warriors or whatever. Across yeah, dang it. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it's the same thing, but I'm excited for this game. I'm interested to see what the developers think of making a quote unquote golden path because they specifically left that out of, um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, the base game, there is no like perfect ending uh, to make your to make you make choices mm. and kind of have to see what the consequences of the choices would be, which I thought was a really interesting storytelling medium. Uh, but I'm interested to see what they do. Obviously, I'd like to see like a perfect ending, so I'm interested to see how this one's going to turn out. That's enough about Fire Emblem. Up next is Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp, which comes out Fun on name. April eighth. Awesome name. Love that name. Um, don't care about this at all. Yeah, no idea. I play I tried playing Wargroove. I'm even like the turn based guy and I just I tried playing Wargroove and it wasn't for me. Yeah. I'm a huge Fire Emblem guy, and that's the closest comparison, but um not having the attachment to my units like really turned me off from it. Mm. Um which is a shame because I was really looking forward to Wargroove and I bought it like day one. I just never I played it for like a couple hours and stuck. But yeah. It's a it's a fun name, good game. Looks really pretty for a GBA remake too. Coming up this summer, No Man's Sky, and th th this was an interesting one because I didn't expect. For those that are in the know, right? No Man's Sky comes to Nintendo Switch, and we are like. Oh, cool. No Man's Sky is coming to Switch. About time or whatever. But Nia is very much watching this and saying, what is that? That looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Which is why you put this game in the direct, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, that, no is, that is going to be summer. Great. Yeah, that, that's always a great game to show off because it's such a cool idea. And I've played No Man's Sky since its release, and I had a pretty good time for the like five or six hours I was dicking around with some friends. So I, I played a, it a game. little bit and hated it, uh, but that mm -hmm. was like s launch No Man's Sky. It is yeah, a no. wildly different game now that I it is, it would is like a, to find it time. Is, yeah, no, I I played it with two friends and like multiplayer. We all just kind of messed around and had a good time. Um, and by the time the world really started to open up, we just stopped because yeah. we were like, yeah, this is too much time commitment. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. I do recommend it to people who are interested in it. Up next is one of my pops of the evening. Um, I have been wanting this literally since the Wii generation. Mm-hmm. And Mario Strikers Battle League 
the next Mario Strikers, aka Mario Battle Soccer, yeah, is sir. coming to Switch June oh, yeah. 10th. I'm so excited. I cannot I'm wait for this. So excited for this. I game. want to be on a club with you. <laughs> we'll become the next we'll become the best players of Super Mario yes. um, Strikers Battle League. No, th- this game looks great. My favorite part is that they took everything from Supercharge that was on the Wii that made it look fun. Yeah. And this game still looks like it holds that charm. You know, we got Mario Tennis feels very different than what the old Mario Tennises did. Or like I don't know. It's hard to explain. Some of the Mario sports games seem like they lost their charm over time. Yeah. But this one seems to have really kept like it's it's charm and just like what it can do. The best part about this game is that you can play. It's it's like four main characters as opposed to your character and like their team. Yeah. Um, and so you can actually play like Mario, Rosalina, Donkey Kong, Bowser Jr. or whatever. Um, and you can do that with four friends. Eight player but local multiplayer is a huge godsend for this game. It's gonna awesome. be a perfect party game. Yeah, this yeah. game is great. I'm a huge, huge fan of it. I'm really, June really excited to play 10th. it. Yeah, crazy. We haven't heard anything about it. Uh, I would like to get one F in the chat room. Um, that means that Camelot is not. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I gotta gotta get another drink in for that. Or not. When you said there's just one thing about that, yeah. one thing about one game that bums me out. I was like. I know what's coming. This is E3 all yeah. over again. Um, up next, we got a pretty extensive gameplay trailer for Splatoon 3. Um, I thought that this was an excellent trailer in that for about 30 seconds, I lied to myself. And I said, you know, I might pick this up. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to. Uh, Salmon Run is right. Salmon Run's a really cool game mode. Um I played, I played a little bit of Splatoon One. It's not my thing. I, I don't really. That's not just like the main gameplay of it being like a multiplayer game. Just isn't my jam uh, because it, it feels like it takes so much more out of me to play multiplayer games when I'm not playing with my friends. Um, but no, yeah, Salmon Run's a lot of fun. I've seen I've seen Salmon Run gameplay, and it just always looks like a blast to do because it's all cooperative. It's PVE. It's great. Um... Big big fan. So I, I I will say I know you have a few people that you know that really like Splatoon. Have you heard anything from them about what this gameplay looks like to them? No, I haven't heard anything from them. Um, the 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 main person that I talked to about Splatoon, uh, him and I had some other topics that we talked about from the direct instead. Mm. Um, but I imagine I, I I follow some people who are super into Splatoon, and they're mostly like, yeah, this looks great because it is just. Um, salmon run from the other games yeah but just with new enemy types and they're looking forward to it but that's not why most people play it they play it for like the pvp yeah that's one thing that i'll say about splatoon is that three games in now they have managed not to mess with the formula Mm -hmm. to the point where like now we all just hate it you know like they are keeping it similar enough we're like yeah this is the same game with a few tweaks and people are like okay cool like yeah no it's it's crazy like people go people go absolutely bananas for this game and i'm i'm super happy for them honestly um up next there is going to be a remake of front mission uh first in the summer and then they're also planning to do the second one 
Nifty. Cool. Uh, next. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, until the moment that that popped up, Raven, I had never heard of this game. Mm-hmm. I hadn't either, um, but I did watch some, uh, I was watching it and I was like looking at the font of all things in the menu system. And I was like, this is a Final Fantasy, this is like a Square Enix game, isn't it? Mm. I was right. <laughs> um, but I hadn't heard of it. It looks cool. Who doesn't love some mechs? But yeah, it looks cool. Also, I do want to make a quick amendment. I did, I wanted to fact check myself because I wasn't 100% sure on the um if camelot was produced or developing mario strikers they are not it's being developed oh. by next level games okay so maybe i am getting gold on this year who knows who knows it might be my year it might be might my year be your year i believe yeah. in you yeah i believe thanks in you. man thanks um up next we have disney speedstorm which is a disney and <laughs> pixar kart racer um, I was not expecting this. I was not I expecting was. this either, but it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, why didn't like why didn't I expect this? Right. Why Why has this taken so long to come out? I mean, with with the the tracks being inspired by not only the Disney stuff but the Pixar stuff, that's an infinite yeah. amount of tracks that you can have. Right. I, I think. Uh, another part that you haven't gotten into yet because we've only been talking about it for a minute. Uh, the best part about this game is it's free to play. Yeah, and not only that, it's going to be free to play, and there are going they're going to be regularly releasing new seasons. Now, what do the new seasons have for you? It's going to add mm-hmm. new characters, new carts, and they also said new circuits. So they're going to be mm-hmm. regularly adding tracks to this, and that could yeah. be clutch. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be super cool. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this game does. Um, the game it looks fun. You actually it feels like you're moving fast from the gameplay from the from the video I watched from the gameplay from the direct. Yeah, uh, but it's too early to say, right? Yeah, it it had all of the hallmarks of not looking like Nickelodeon Racers one. Uh huh. So I'm I'm cool with that, and it's free to play. So literally, there's no risk. You know, right? It is free to play. You might not be able to play your favorite character, but that's another thing you have to consider. Whenever you play a free to play game, you might not be able to get exactly what you want. But hey, maybe maybe it's easy enough to grind. Yeah. So uh, the real next, question is how long until I can play Sora in the kart racer? Anyway, moving on. Poss- possibly, possibly here. I can see that. I can see there being a Kingdom Hearts season. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, like, I can totally see you, that. Sora, Sora is like the pay-to-win character, and you get Roxas as like for free or something. Mm, yeah, pay-to-win, but you have to. Am I gonna have to pull like gotcha <laughs> boxes for racers? Not only am I gonna have to pull gotcha boxes, are they gonna be themed like garages? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm here for it. All right, okay. Up next, we have a block <laughs> of classic franchises that are coming oh. to Switch. On April 20th, blaze it, we get the Force Unleashed making its way onto Switch. February 17th, which is just in a week, the Ezio Collection Assassin's Creed is coming to Switch. Um, Then this year we are also getting SD Gundam Battle Alliance, um, which I understand to be a new game. 
which I thought was a little bit interesting to announce in the block of re-release. I mean, I I guess it said classic franchises coming to Switch, but for those of yeah. you who don't know, right, it's really easy to... I thought it was just a remake. I thought it was a remake. <laughs> yeah, it's part of our hobby, like our very passionate hobby to be super updated on this stuff, and I just thought it was a remake. I just took a bit of value on it. It's yeah. not, that's cool. It doesn't change anything. Right. It's just, it's just a fun fact. Um, and then finally, rounding out this block is Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers Edition. That's me. I'm a radical dreamer. Mm. You are. You are. You're, you're, like you're dreaming that you're going to get golden sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, not rehearsed, ladies and gentlemen. Not rehearsed. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, that, yeah. whatever that is is coming out April seventh. Um, it's an RPG game. Looks cool. It's a yeah. It's a remake, like you said. It looks neat. Up next, I are really excited for it. Up next, Waddle Dee's nuts. We got more Kirby: The Forgotten Lands. I only refer to him as Carby now. Mm. Well, you know, actually, I now refer to him as Kirby Fully Loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I this game looks really good, and I want to play it. And I, yeah, it's just... I, I think, I think the best part about this game is that you have a progression system, in that you can actually upgrade your capture abilities, which is something mm. that you've never been able to do before. So games always felt really shallow. Yeah, but now you can like upgrade your fire breath to be like shooting blocks of lava. Which is cool, right? And it probably does more damage and stuff. So yeah. I'm interested to see how that actually ends up feeling. I really, I want to play this game really badly. I think I, it, I, it looks like it's just a fun time. I also love how unabashedly, because like again, Nia, who is not the most informed gamer, right, is uh-huh. watching this with me, and she's like, "Oh, so the it's kind, it's like Cappy," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's like Cappy." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. They even did the thing where he filled himself up with water and he got rid of the same color purple goo from that Mm -hmm. one world in Mario Odyssey. (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm not hating on it. Yeah. If it works, use it. But I just thought it was funny that she was like, oh, they're they're doing that thing from that. And I'm like, yeah, they they sure are, honey. (laughs) Good job. Um, Can't wait for March 25th to uh to play that to play that with nia furthermore um yeah up next was maybe the funniest thing that happened on the show um and it was them talking about mlb the show coming out on april 5th um for those that don't know who shote otani is um he plays for the the angels in the uh major league of baseball and he is an extremely good pitcher and an extremely good hitter, which happens almost never. It's a completely different yeah. type of training. Um, and so he said, hi, he, you know, he comes out, he says, hi, I, I'm the hitter, Sh- Shohei Otani. And then the he comes out on the other side and says, I'm the pitcher, Shohei Otani. And then they speak at the same time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then he throws it over to the angel's mascot who goes, thanks, Otani son. 
Yeah, that was very funny. It just like the vi- <laughs> it just made me chuckle. Um, cool. The MLB the show is coming. Um, to the Switch, that's that's a that's a really cool thing. I'm glad that uh, PlayStation made that work. Um, because it's always difficult when you're producing like a current gen title and it needs to come to the switch. That's always a little bit dicey. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad that they made it happen. Um, I will not be playing this on the switch actually, nor will I be playing it on, um, on the PlayStation. I'm going to download it for free on game pass. Mm-hmm. Cause like, why would I not just download it for free? Right. On game why pass? Would, yeah. You, you get it for free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can still play with people who have it on the switch or, PlayStation. Up next is another block of re-releases and or redos. As first we get Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece, which as you listen to this is available. Yeah. Then we get the Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series, which Mm -hmm. comes out on July 8th. Portal is getting released. The, the portal collection is getting released this year. And then I, I didn't quite catch whether it's like a remake or a re, uh, a, a remaster or what it is of live alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's happening on July 22nd. Raven, what do you have to say about these four games? Uh, the only one I had any immediate urgency or recognition of before you start talking about them was live alive mm. and that game sounds like a lot of fun yeah um especially because it looks like it's by it was it's been remade and it looks like the same art style from the uh uh octopath team yeah uh so i, I i'm a, i'm such a sucker for that art style and i'm really i'm, I'm excited to play cool that art one style yeah the the other three i have forgotten what they are since i've already started talking about live alive it uh, so Okay, so Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece. Uh, cloud-based game, so if you're going to play it, you have to have internet. It's um, cool that it's coming to Switch, though. And then there's there's Klonoa. Yeah, I've never played Klonoa. I, I figured of... it was a Pokemon thing, but it's not. I'm, I'm no, it's, a, it's just a it's just a two-day platform. It's a 2D platform, yeah. Cool, sure. Um, <laughs> cool. Portal, I mean, Portal... Portal. Portal, I'll play with Nia. Portal is, like, the only puzzle game I've ever liked. Yeah. And as somebody who hates puzzle games, that really speaks to how good Portal is. Portal is definitely a kind of game I really want to play with Emily, Mm. but Emily gets really motion sick and would not do very well in Portal. Yeah. It's not a game... If you have motion sickness, do not play Portal. Correct. Um, un- unfortunately, that is that is the advice I must give. Up next, but yeah, no, I think they're, I think they're all good. Raven, imagine you know what? Let's stick with baseball. We've just been talking about baseball. Let, let's stick with it. Imagine you are at the plate and you have anxiety. All right. Okay. And sure. you're right. worried. You're like, man, I I, I hope when the pitcher uh, how- throws the ball, it doesn't hit me. Right. No, I'm more anxious about why am I on the pit, why am I on the batter's plate? Why am I playing baseball? What, well, okay, what happened? Well, okay, that's okay. Don't look that far into it. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine you're there and you're like, yeah. "Hmm. 
I I expect to hit the ball. Uh, the pitch might hit me. And then you get shot by a sniper. That is the equivalent of how caught off guard I was by this next announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Nintendo Switch Sports. Let's go. With updated Miis and updated sports. We've got three returning from the first game and three new sports. Tennis, mm-hmm. we have got bowling, we have mm, got Chambara, which is is the one where you hit each other with swords. You remember it. Yeah. And then we have got, well, we've got badminton, we've got volleyball, and we've yeah. got soccer, a.k.a. Human Rocket League. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, if you if you showed me this... On, like, on a piece of paper, I would say, I, why did they do two soccer games in one day after not producing a soccer game for well over 10 years? Yeah. And I, you know, because, like, we had the thing where Mario Tennis and Mario Baseball did not sell well on the Wii because they were they were on Wii Sports, <laughs> yeah. and it, it wasn't that different. So how do you make it different? Well, uh, they did. It's it's Rocket League, but with humans. You've got to see it. You've got mm-hmm. you. If you if you haven't seen the footage, you've got to look at it. Raven, this caught me so so off guard. Yeah. It feels so weird to play this so late into the lifespan of the switch. Right. Yeah. Um, but also I'm super duper here for it. I, I have no complaints. I'm just very excited to play it. And and that's the thing too, uh, is that we have to then ask ourselves how late are we actually into the lifespan of the switch? Cause we've had those conversations, especially within the past few months of like, there is no Switch 2 on the horizon. There, there are no leaks about a Switch 2. Nobody has any idea what in mm-hmm. the world is going on with the Switch. The Switch 2, rather. Yeah. And if you're just now releasing Nintendo Switch Sports, mm-hmm. they are settling in. They're, they're going yeah, they're, nowhere. This is the... Like showing of like, oh no, we're buckle in, like we're still going. Especially with some of the stuff that happened later, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's I, I, I'm here for it. Uh, they've already confirmed two different uh, free updates for it that they're doing. They're doing golf later this year mm-hmm. to add to the lineup of games you can play, and then. I can't remember what the other update was. So uh, golf is golf is the second one. And then in another update, they're adding a functionality where you can, um, strap the, the joy con to your leg and play soccer like that. That is correct. But at launch, you're going to be able to strap the strap it to your leg and do like free kicks. Yeah. Um, soccer, but yeah, no, the game looks sweet. It's super cool. Uh, if you want to play it, 
next week, for you, those of you who are internet inclined, mm. uh, they're doing a free network stress test, so everybody can just play it, uh, especially play it online with their friends and play some sports. Have that some is from the 18th to the 20th. Please visit sports.nintendo.com for more details. Three sports can be played, bowling, chamber, and tennis. Only random matchmaking will be available. You will not be able to play alongside friends. Uh, Nintendo Switch online membership required. Will you be playing it? Will you find time to put down Horizon for like Dude, 20 minutes and play some bowling? It's perilous timing. Yeah. It's per. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, as it is, I've got band practices on Wednesday and Saturday for the rest of this month yeah. to get back into playing shape. So that's 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 two big gaming days big for ask. your boy. It's a big ask. It's a big ask, but we're going to try to get to it. Speaking uh, of drumming Raven segue, oh my god, uh, I am a genius. Wow. Look at you. You're so good at this. <clears throat> this year we are getting Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. And of course, this is in the very, very the epitome of the word chibi art style. <laughs> and Nia was like, "What is this? This is horrifying." And I was like, "This is a game I'm going to play." Yeah, I, I was going to gonna ask if you're going to play it. Yeah. And here's the main reason that I'm going to to buy it, Raven, uh-huh. is because okay, so for what it's worth. I've been taking a 30-day challenge, which I'm doing really well at, where Mm -hmm. you play singles, single-stroke roll, which is the Mm -hmm. most basic thing. It's literally, for those of you who have no idea about music, it's literally where you go right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left. That's that's what it is. It's just ah-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you do it. 16th notes at a certain pace and then every day you up it a little bit to try to get your wrists a little bit faster. Yeah. And this game is going to be fantastic for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be great just to make sure that your speed's up to snuff cuz I've seen uh Tycho like expert level plays or whatever from my random YouTube recommendations. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's just the algorithm what people you. have to do. Yeah. It's crazy, uh, but it's super, super cool. Um, I don't think this is a game for me, um, but I, I am interested to hear what you think about it. Um, the game comes, uh, whenever you buy it, it comes with like 70 games, but you can you can subscribe to a membership to get access to hundreds of games immediately. Uh, and that 500 songs at launch yes. on this service. Um, yep. It's definitely going to be a game that I buy. It's it's going to be like it's like the Ring Fit Adventure of the drumming world. Like it it legitimately is going to do things for me. I think so. I'm I'm going to oh, yeah. pick it up. I'm sad to hear that it's not a game for you. But you know what is a game for you, Raven? What's that? Dumbass name. Triangle strategy. <sighs> Almost Triangle here. Strategy is a bad name. Yes. But it's going to be a good game. Yeah, demo out right now, Raven. Yeah, demo's been out for a while. I haven't downloaded it. I haven't played it. Well, you can play it until the end of Chapter 3. It could be the perfect holdover for you. You can transfer the save data to the full game once that is purchased, Um, which is awesome because there's a lot of people who have been like, okay, 
what did you fix from dumbass name Octopath Traveler? What Octopath's a good name. What did you do there from what our complaints were? What are going to be my complaints about this? That in fairness, that team has been fantastic about listening to. Oh yeah, no, there was there was a huge amount of like they they heard all the feedback from the demo and they fixed like ninety percent of it. Like they did a real between the launch of the demo and the actual release of the game, they fixed a lot of the complaints that people had, and it's a really 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 good game. Um, it's a lot of fun to play. It's just. Unfortunately, there was no like overarching narrative, which kind of bummed me out. And mm. So I got like I kind of hung out with the characters that I liked, and then it's like, cool, now do the other four characters. So I'm like, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, but uh, now you've you, I mean, you've <laughs> you've got the salt iron war hanging over you. Oh, that's still the hardest I've ever laughed. The hardest I've ever laughed at a direct is when they were like, there was a great war over two precious resources, salt and iron. It was yep. called the Salt Iron War. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't forget what it's fought over, you know? Yeah. Um. So definitely check that out. And I, I'm not saying that to the viewer. I'm saying that to you, Raven. You, you should probably get on that. Cuphead... The delicious last course paid DLC comes to the Switch on June 30th. Cuphead, every time I look at this still, I cannot believe I'm looking at a game. It's so pretty. I love the art style for it. Honestly, it's, it's perfect, un, unreal, unbelievable. Um, I need to play it some more. I, I got like about halfway through it the last time I played it, and I didn't stop because I was frustrated with like how bad I was or anything. Um it was more just like a oh hey I have other games to play right now and it just kind of I, I slowly saw it filter off of the screen on my Switch just over to the side more and more. I felt a little bit bad, but uh, Delicious Last Course is going to be really really good. I'm excited. Up next, Metroid Dread mm-hmm. has a free update, and this yeah. is I think one of the most brilliant updates that I've ever seen put in a game. Yeah. A lot of people last year played Metroid Dread and did not get what they were expecting or what they wanted out of it. Now, there were two camps. Mm -hmm. This game is too short and not hard enough. And this game is too hard. Please make it stop. Yeah. So the team said, okay, cool. Two new modes. One of them is rookie mode, in which you have, like, double health and get double health from things. Mm-hmm. And one of them is dread mode, which is a one-shot mode. Yep. And, and not like a one-shot, like, oh, you're going to take a lot of damage. Like, no. Anytime you take any sort of damage, even from, like, tiny little bees, you're dead. You instantly die. Yeah. Which is Which perfect for. for a sect of the audience, right? Yeah, that's something I would play around with. Yeah, it, it's it's giving me reason and like consideration to actually pick up Metroid Dread. It's a game I wanted to get, but it's just one of those things. It's just like I don't want to spend sixty dollars yeah. on a game that's I could probably beat in ten hours, right? Yeah. 
And it's given so. me consideration to potentially even pick it back up because now it's got a yeah. baby mode for me. Well, by the time you are listening to this, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are both on the Nintendo Switch online service. I I saw an interesting Facebook post on this, which is, it's kind of hilarious to me and to this person that in doing stuff like this, in hyping it up so much, and every other time they do anything with Earthbound, they are kind of acknowledging there is a really big, really dedicated fan base that loves the Earthbound slash Mother games. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they're going to like make one or, for God's sakes, even remaster them, even though Live Alive is getting a remaster and like Front Mission is getting a remake. Not the Earthbound slash Mother series ever. They they would never no, revisit that. Because then, then they'd have to port Mother 3, and they're never going to do that. Yeah. Um, I just, I just find that a little bit funny, but nevertheless, a lot of people are very happy out there. Although, the funny mm-hmm. thing is, inherently, if you're an Earthbound slash Mother fan, you've, pro- you've, you've probably... You've already played these games. You probably have these games emulated, and you don't, you don't need them. <laughs> yeah. You can say that for any game that's on the SNES, like, virtual console, though. Yeah. Even on the N64 one. Um, no, but for real. Uh, games are fun. Uh, if you're on the fence about trying a JRPG, I would I would recommend Earthbound as a good first, like, JRPG. If you're into just wacky and zany stuff. Yeah, because it's, it's, a very, it's wild. Wild. Yeah. It's, it's a super, it's just fun, nonsensical, wild, like Casey said. Uh, if you enjoyed Undertale, this game is where Kobe Fox got a lot of inspiration Toby Fox originally started as a modder of Earthbound. His um, the version of Megalovania that everybody knows from Undertale actually started as a boss that he made in in Earthbound. He like made a custom boss, and that was the song that he wrote to go with it. Um, so if you're into Undertale, if you're into wacky and zany games, and you want to try an RPG, I definitely recommend this game for you. Uh, so that being said, I've never played it, so I will be playing. And I've, I've bought it, and I've never played it. So maybe playing it on my Switch will be different. Up next, we've got our last... Our very, very last block. We have got Zombie Army 4 Dead War, April 26th. Cool, whatever. We've got... Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Getsu Fumaden... Undying Moon. It is available by by the time that you are listening to this. And then we've Mm -hmm. got Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba, the Hinokami Chronicles that is available June 10th. Um, Mm -hmm. We've got Two Point Campus, which is finally coming May 17th. And we've got an interesting one, Raven, that I've been dying for about 24 hours to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Lego Brawls, June twenty second. Um, I can't tell from the footage if this is a Smash clone or a beat 'em up. But I think Lego it's a Smash clone. Brawls. Lego Brawls. Yes, it is. It, it is. Um, 
So I will tell you completely honestly, I somehow missed this game. I, I think I might have gone to pee during this one happening. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's just a Smash clone game, and I'm interested to hear about it. Apparently, it's on the App Store. I'm doing a little bit of research, and I know this is weird being the like uh, the Smash guy. I should know more about this, but well, it's it's hard uh, to deal with. It's it's hard to know all of them, right? Right, right. No, but it's just a, it's a Smash game. Uh, I'm interested. It's gonna be one of those things. June 2022 on the Nintendo Switch. Yep. June I'm interested 22nd. to see. Yeah. Six two 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 zero two two. All right, that's enough of that. But yeah, no, it, it, it'll be fun. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say about it, right? All right, so. let's talk about these last couple, Raven. Yeah. Um, big news. News. Some would say nearly a decade in the making. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is getting DLC and my friends it is, it is there is some heft Yeah to this. dude Yeah 48 48 new tracks They are Raven they you know how many tracks are currently in the game 48 It's like less than Yeah but say it's it's like almost actually yeah, I thought it was literally less than doubling it doubling um, the amount yeah. of tracks over two years with what they're calling the booster pass. It's going to be six waves. Now, presumably... Mario Bruce, you getting your booster. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> one of them is going to be um, in March. I'm assuming there will be an E3 wave and a holiday wave. And then I'm assuming they are also going to keep that up yep. for the next year as well. We've already yeah, that's gotten... That timeline sounds right. Now, we've gotten... Um, we know for a fact that they, they said um, Coconut Mall from the Wii is happening. Yep. Choco Mountain from N64 is happening. And here's a cool thing that's happening is they are putting some stuff from the mobile game, some tracks. Yep. Into their Mario Kart Tour, which, in effect, Raven, is new tracks. Yeah. So a for, lot of people haven't played it. So yeah, for many people, this is going to be several new tracks, along yep. with all of the um the old tracks that we're getting. Um, those are the three that they've named, but I, I also know, I, I don't know the names of a lot of tracks specifically. Definitely yeah. the opening track from Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS is there, which I mm -hmm. know because I frequently play that track um, testing 3DSs at work. Yeah. Um, and so Nia started screaming at Coconut Mall. Because Coconut Mall right. is her favorite track ever. And honestly, it's a, I don't... I, she's not incorrect. No, it's a, it's a banger. Ever since you brought up Coconut Mall, I've just been humming the... I don't know if you heard me, but I've just been humming the song over here. And the then, song train, The track is just fun. Ah, I screamed at Mushroom Gorge. I'm a 
big mushroom gorge guy. Yeah. Big mushroom gorge guy. I thought it was cool when I was a kid how you bounce, and I still think yep. it's cool how you bounce. Yeah, bouncing's fun. Um, I, I wasn't super excited for any of the cart or tracks because I got mostly all the ones that I wanted, and it's just called Baby Park. I just love Baby Park. Oh, yeah. It, it, it not even it's like oh it's like the easiest track it's just you go around in a circle seven times but it's just so chaotic i just love the energy it has yeah it's um, you it, it's really always strap the, in. it's all you it is always how my friend group uh, one of my friend groups decides arguments amongst us we do a gentleman's <laughs> to baby park and yes. we just whoever wins gets made the decision essentially it's great um so i i will say this has been now it's also worth noting by the way another thing that I wanted to touch on this DLC is free if you have the Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pack yes it is free now this has a ton of implications yep because when we talked a lot about the expansion pack when it came out and we were like, well, you know, it's it's a pretty good value for the Genesis and the 64. And the fact that they threw in the Animal Crossing DLC is is a good touch to get people to go on because they can get it for free for the same price. Yeah. And now it's becoming increasingly clear to me that when they have major DLC that they're releasing, it's probably going to be free with the expansion pack. Yeah, so which is great. I can now, you know, online issues that they have aside, I can now yeah. be even more with more bravado in my voice, tell everybody that this is actually a really good deal. Yeah, if you have the games that have DLC, it's a really, really good deal. Yeah. Um, no, they, they keep making the Nintendo Switch uh, expansion pass better and better. Um, I still think $50 for an individual plan is a little bit steep, uh, but I'm on a family plan with seven other friends of mine. Um, and I paid $10, I paid $20 for this year for Emily and I to have everything, right? Beautiful. I paid less than I will pay for the DLC individually, which the DLC is $24.99 and it will come across like Casey said through six ways. Um, uh, I, I, I saw a tweet earlier. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, apparently it costs less to buy the 48 tracks that are coming to Mario Kart 8 than it does to buy Diddy Kong in Mario Kart Tour. Yeah, I saw like that. Yeah. $30 thing. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Um, mobile games are crazy. I, I play mobile games, but even now I'm like, uh, mobile game prices are getting too high yeah. with their microtransactions. They're not becoming micro. They're just becoming transactions. Um, but yeah, the uh, the other thing is that uh, we're going to have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for at least the next three to four years, and probably for the rest of the Switch's lifespan. Yeah, so that that is exactly... So there has been a little bit of controversy mm-hmm. online, and there has, has been the question of, mm-hmm. well, why don't they just release another Mario Kart? Yeah. And here's here's my answer to that, because I, I, I've engaged with several people about it and I've thought about it extensively. And he, here's my answer is that they are. Yeah. And 
at this point, okay, if you think about the entire history of Mario Kart, I'm, I'm going to get into dangerous territory here. Mm-hmm. Every release, at least every console release, that's what we'll go with, on Mario Kart has significantly changed, optimized, or improved something. Mm-hmm. Right? Super Mario Kart improved on the fact that we had no Mario Kart and the world was a worse place for it. <laughs> um, so Mario Kart 64 improved on the fact that we we really we we only had like kind of sucky Mario Kart. Yeah. And now the world is a better place. Mm-hmm. Double Dash really honed in on exactly what the series was going to be. Had some bangers of tracks. Introduced us to Baby Park, by the way. And not only that, it 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 had the 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 double mechanic with the teams. And I wish they'd bring that back. The um, it also had the double um items which influences gameplay. We then we's a controversial one, but we took a significant step forward from double dash just in the fact that it added bikes. Mm-hmm. Which fundamentally changes the game. And yeah. then Mario Kart 8 added anti-gravity which really allows them now to go anywhere that they want with tracks. Yeah. And yeah. brought it into the HD generation, and really, it is the cleanest feeling Mario Kart that they released. Yeah, I will absolutely. even make an argument for Eight Deluxe bringing the series forward because it did bring back double items, which significantly mm-hmm. impacts gameplay. Absolutely, My, it makes you have a lot more moment-to-moment considerations that you have to make about your items. Yeah, a lot more decisions. And two hundred CC. My question, Not that I play on it, but... Right, right, right. My question is, on the Switch hardware, how mm-hmm. much better can Mario Kart get? What more can they really do that is a night and day difference? Because you have two choices. You're like, we have these 48 tracks ready to go. Yeah. Ready to go. And you say to yourself, well, we have two choices. We can put them in the regular game or we can release a new game. Mm -hmm. If Mario Kart 9 was coming out, how different is it really going to be? Are people going to be upset because they're like, this is just a $60 DLC. You just want more money from us. Or... If you release it as DLC, it's going to be like, well, why didn't you just make a new game? DLC for an eight-year-old game or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a no-win situation. But it's also a no-lose situation. Yeah. And to me, this I see this as a step toward Mario Kart Ultimate. Which I believe is going to be, whenever that happens, I believe mm-hmm. is going to be a Switch 2 launch title. Yeah, I agree. And I think it is going to have 
at least as close as they can get to every track that has ever been in Mario Kart. Um, which, you say that's crazy, but we've already got 96. And I am trying to see here. 96 is so many tracks for a single game. Like, I get not being like, oh, I have to play 8 again. But it's just like, the, the other side of the coin is, yeah, you only have to spend half as much to continue playing new Mario Kart tracks. Okay, okay, okay. I, I've got answers. So there okay. have been 170 tracks ever in Mario Kart. Now, okay. this is interesting also because that counts the Super Mario Kart that had four different versions of each one. Okay. So that's 20 courses that are being counted um, when it's sure. actually more like five. So if we're, if we're taking that up, we're looking at 150 to 155. Yeah, In exactly term... 154 if you take out the duplicates. Yeah. So is it... Is it really that outlandish to say, you know what? In a few years, they're gonna add fifty-ish more. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. They just did it. Yeah, I mean, they just added fifty. This game came out in the Wii U, Wii U in twenty fourteen. They re-released it in like twenty seventeen, and they're like, oh hey, lol. Here's 48 more tracks. You're going to double your track limit, your, your track size. You're going to be happy about it. Which, we're like, yes, sir. By the way, they had, they had added more stuff to it since release before it became deluxe. So mm-hmm. yep. I, I think that this is moving towards that, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, same. I'm really excited to play. So I'm really excited to play Coconut Mall in three, two months. Next month. Oh, my God. March is next month. Yep. It sure is, buddy. It sure is. Um, I can't wait to play all of these, all of these things as well. Um, one game I'm not going to be playing, unfortunately, also happens to be the one more thing. Yeah. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Three is happening. It's coming in September. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Xenoblade Three. Let's go. So I. I have spoken to one person who is a Xenoblade Chronicles fan. Yeah. And he was underwhelmed by the announcement itself. Were you underwhelmed by the announcement itself? No, I was excited. I said, oh shit, it's a new Xenoblade game. Mm. Um, I was I was too busy looking at the details and like kind of scrutinizing everything that's going on. And I was like, why does it look like it's like one and two mixed together. It's because it is. It's like a sequel to one and two. Like the, their worlds are colliding or something. Right. Um, it's super sweet. Um, I mean, I'm excited to play it. I've been wanting to play through one and two again. And so this kind of gives me the perfect reason. So I've been considering doing that. But that is like a 250 hour ask for me to do to sit down and play both of them. Yeah. So before September. Right. Which, to be fair, some people are like, wow, they just kind of dropped it and they're actually releasing it. Which is what they did for Xenoblade 2. They just like announced it at the same kind of presentation like this a few years ago, like five years ago or whatever yeah. when it came out. And they were like, oh yeah, it comes out in September. And everybody's like, what? And they're like, lol, here it is. And it like was a good game. 
Did it have its problems? Yeah, I shouldn't have to do gotcha pulls in a single player game, but hey, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Raven, if you had to assign a letter grade to this, what would it be? B plus in 88%. Same. I I think it is pretty good. I think it's a, I think it's above average. I wish that they announced Golden Sun. Yeah. I'm sure that you feel the exact same way as I do. Oh yeah, 100%. If nothing else for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um but, but yeah, yeah, for uh, for me They had some good titles. B plus only because I mean it would be a solid A if it hadn't gotten bogged down so much in old game is old. Yeah. Like there there was some stuff that wasn't even even for some of those games like if it wasn't for me I would have been like, "Oh, that's cool for the fr- fans of the franchise." But uh, a lot right. of the the remake and re-release stuff and the remastering stuff felt a little bit like filler to me. Right. Um which there's only so many games releasing in the first half of the year and I understand that. Maybe yeah. you spotlight a few more cool indies that are coming there instead mm-hmm. of like the Chrono Cross re-release, you know. Yeah. Um but overall pretty darn good um presentation uh it it was it was a great presentation and legit there's like four or five things from it that i'm super hyped from that's all you can ever ask for yeah right you you appreciate things for the other people who are going to enjoy them and then you also on the same on the other hand go like but i'm excited for these few and that's okay for me to just be excited for like two or three right yeah well raven if the people are excited about us where can they find us they can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Making Fun Pod. They can find you, Casey Johnson, on Twitter at and Instagram at Casey on the Drums. They can find me on Twitter at Brady Daddy TV, and they can listen to us wherever they find all of their podcasts. Wherever you're listening to it right now, the subscribe button is just a click away, maybe maybe two, depending on. Well, if you've locked your phone, it's probably like three or four. It's only a few clicks away. <laughs> Well, it, it, your your mileage may vary on the on the amount. Of <laughs> Anywhere from one to ten clicks. Final answer. Well, Raven, thank you. More than ten clicks. I'm sorry. Thank you for breaking this down with me. Of course, anytime, bud. How how about we break down some more stuff in a week? Yeah, I'm always down to break down. Shorty breakdown. Baby park fame. Anyway. Baby. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to this. Thank you so much for being with us and for Raven Stab Miller. My name is Casey Johnson and until next time, go out and brighten someone's day. <laughs>